Hello, and welcome to the Source One podcast. Consider us your source for the latest procurement, supply management, and strategic sourcing insights anytime, anywhere. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Source One podcast. I'm here once again talking talent with our friend Andy Jones. How's it going, Andy? It's going well. How are you? It's freezing. I'm um, doing all right. It's really cold. So it's almost Super Bowl Sunday, Andy, and you know what that means. You might have to watch the Patriots win another Super Bowl. I, I wrote a blog recently on leadership tips from Bill Belichick, and it, it got me thinking, working as a recruiter it seems like it's at least a little bit like being a coach, wouldn't you agree? It is like being a coach to an extent, but I think it's more like being a GM. Uh-huh. How so? General manager. Finding the right talent and the right fit. Sports are all about fit. Uh, teams are all about fit. So it's the same thing with staffing. I mean, you're building a professional team. It's it's all about fit, and it's about finding the right fit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, remember I remember Chip Kelly a couple of years ago. He was like notorious for a certain amount of arm length and hand length and uh-huh. speed and all that to be able to fit his system. Well, it's the same thing with what we do as recruiters. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can find a person that's talented or really good at their job but they might not necessarily be the best fit for the organization that you're recruiting with. Mm-hmm. It's almost like being an interim GM, too, because you're supposed to sort of um, quickly um, familiarize yourself with sort of the culture and what's going to work in the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Would you say that you've borrowed anything from coaching in your work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, as far as motivation and trying to keep people going, I mean, I, I, I was a coach for a large part of my life, so... Uh, absolutely. When, especially when you're talking to candidates, just keeping them motivated. Sometimes if the process takes a little bit longer than what it should, mm-hmm. just making sure they stay motivated, making sure they stay engaged, constantly talking to them, picking their brains. Doug Peterson even talked about, um, as far as being a coach is concerned, it's, it's more, it's more about relationships with your players. It's the same thing with candidates. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with your clients. Like you've got to know more than just surface level information. Like with candidates, you know, know if they have kids, know if they have pets, their likes, their dislikes, are they sports fans? Or knowing all you have to, you have to know all that in order to to be good at what you do and to be able to develop a rapport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I imagine it goes a long way. The taking an interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think even probably a small bit helps, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's hard to fake. It's not something that you can really fake. It's like they say on football games, the eye in the sky don't lie. It doesn't lie. It definitely doesn't lie. When a team underperforms, if it's not the quarterback, it's usually the coach who's going to capture the, the lion's share of the blame and is usually the one who's considered to be on the hot seat. Do you find that that's true in your capacity as a recruiter too? Do you find like you're really uh, putting your buns on the line, so to speak, like that? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think justifiably too. Because, you know, we advertise and promote and pump ourselves up as experts. So if they're paying for our service, we should be vetting out your investment. Their investment's a player. Mm-hmm. Our investments are the candidates. We spend so much time vetting them because we don't want to have a bad fit. And we do need to stand hands, hands and heads and shoulders above the rest. Like take the Patriots, for example. I mean... God, I remember back in the early 2000s, they had Troy Brown, right? And he was a receiver. He was a punt returner. They put him at defensive back. I remember, yeah, he was playing corner, yeah. Yeah, and it worked out, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's 
it's kind of what we have to do, I think, to a degree. Mm-hmm. What's your equivalent of like the combine? How do you go about kind of um, assessing somebody's core competencies? Uh, our first phone screen. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, I take about 50 minutes to talk to these people about everything, have a conversation with them, mm-hmm. find out what they do, uh, find out what their personality is like, what their motivations are. You, I mean, you know, maybe they're motivated by money. They just want to make more money. Well, then there's a spot for that. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're motivated by being able to set procedures and processes down in in this in their supply chain department and really shake things up well i definitely have a fit for that too but i wouldn't be able to necessarily cross the two mm-hmm. what what to you are like the who do you admire as a coach and what do you think makes them the success that they are um bill parcells i always love bill parcells i'm a big doug peterson fan too I like Doug Peterson because he takes he he'll take a, he takes risks mm-hmm. and he develops really good relationships with his players. Good play caller, but um, he's great with relationships. And I, I always like Bill Parcells because he was a real, you know, cut through all the BS and get to the bottom line pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So that what we do as well, as far as you know, having a staff and a team and being a boss, you're only going to be as good of a boss as the personnel that you have underneath you. Like as a manager, I can have great ideas. Like I, I can have twenty great ideas, but I need somebody to execute them. Mm-hmm. Well, Belichick is the same way. I mean, he right. wasn't I mean, when he was head coach in Cleveland. He went to the playoffs once. He took Cleveland to the playoffs. Yeah, so like the last time they went. <laughs> wow. And, but true, he was a losing coach until he had Tom Brady as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think that can kind of go into what we do too, as far as building teams. You're only going to be as good as your performers that are underneath you. They always have to execute. You can be the best manager in the world, but if you don't have quality talent underneath you, you're not going to be able to get anything done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that intrigues me too. You talk about the sort of different areas that you're responsible for um, identifying talent in. It's as if you're functioning as kind of a one-person coaching staff. What do, what do you find is like a valuable resource for kind of – what's your equivalent of game film, I guess? Um, that's a good question. My equivalent of game film. Uh, past experiences. So we've talked about it before where, you know, and everybody I think is guilty of doing this as a recruiter, just for like one example. Um, you know, I had a person that I that I uh, really had to sell a job to mm-hmm. hard. And I did that a couple times. And I had a hiring manager that I really had to sell a candidate to hard. And four out of four times, it it didn't work out um, just because I was trying to force an issue, mm-hmm. right? Now, and that then that, that's not to say I, I don't have to overcome objections because I do, but there's certain objections that aren't worth overcoming because at the end of the day, it's going to be a bad fit. And then if it's a bad fit, as we've talked about, you kind of put your reputation on the line, both from a candidate for a candidate and, and a client. So I would say that's the best game film that I've used. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many articles out there, and I think it's because we're ever everybody's. I tend not to use any of that because a lot of it's writing. I think just putting stuff out there to put stuff out there. Uh-huh. And I always tell my candidates that it's like you're going to read an article from somebody that says, "Well, don't talk to the recruiter you talk to on Thursday. You can't call them on a Friday because, you know, I I disregard all of that." Mm-hmm. So yeah, the best game film is from previous experience. And there's only one way to get that. Just put yourself out there. You've been listening to the Source One podcast. For more strategic sourcing and procurement insights every day, visit our blog, The Strategic Sorcerer. 
Want to provide feedback or suggest a topic for a future episode? Let us know at prrequest at source1inc.com. Thanks for listening.